0: Welcome to episode 24 of the Control-Alt-Revolt, the podcast. I'm Nick Cole, and Single White Medusa is taking a little break this morning. Um, We might do two podcasts today, but what I wanted to do was read to you something that I encountered last night. And I think it's important, and it's a little more on a somber note. But it's what I've been saying about the people who are ruling our society right now, and the media, and those who are always certain and absolutely wrong every time. This is a thread on Twitter that came from a person named Alex Berenson, I think is a kind of reporter. I'm not sure I could get into it, but it's interesting. Thread. 19-year-old Simone Scott was excited to get her second dose of Moderna's vaccine on May 1st. Now her mother. Valerie Kramer is arranging her funeral. Simone, a first-year Northwestern University student, suffered a case of apparent myocarditis-induced heart failure on Sunday, May 16th. Despite extraordinary measures to save her, including a heart transplant, she died Friday morning at Northwest Memorial Hospital in Chicago. Now her parents are struggling to understand what happened to Simone and why they had no idea the COVID vaccines might cause myocarditis. I lost my only daughter, Keimer said Sunday night. I never thought I'd have to give up my daughter for the greater good of society. Doctors appear to have repeatedly missed signals as Simone's condition worsened in the two weeks following her second shot before she abruptly crashed, In mid-May, Israel was reporting the highest rates of cases of the mRNA vaccine related to myocarditis in young people. But in the United States, vaccinations had just been opened up for 12 and 15 year olds and the cd.gov played down the myocarditis, myocarditis risk in young people. In a September, May 17th statement, The day after Simone died, the CDC reported that it had found relatively few reports of myocarditis to date. Simone's physicians still have not confirmed that her vaccine caused her heart failure. But despite nearly a month of intense investigation, including a pathological examination of her heart after its removal in the transplant, they have offered no other explanation. My fear is that we'll never know what happened to Simone, her father, Kevin Scott, said Sunday night. The vaccine is a coincidence that is just too big to ignore. I do suspect it was the vaccine, Keimer said. If it wasn't direct, it played a role. Simone had been a healthy young woman. Her only notable illness, a bout of pneumonia when she was an infant and a second in high school. She told her mother in sixth grade she wanted to go to Northwestern. Six years later, she applied early to the university and was accepted. She was very disciplined, Kymer said. That discipline extended to her attitude toward COVID. She always wore masks and followed Northwestern's sometimes onerous rules about testing when the school allowed its first-year students on campus in January. Despite its COVID restrictions, the school was everything she hoped, her mother said. She produced stories for the school's in-house television network and quickly made friends. She was a wildcat, the Northwestern mascot. Through and through, Kymer said, she bled purple. And when Illinois opened vaccinations to younger people, she quickly made an appointment. She took it upon herself to get vaccinated, Kevin Scott said but she suffered serious short-term side effects after her first dose April 3rd and never fully recovered, her parents said. Throughout April, she had a cough and felt fatigued. Simone checked in with her mother who lived near Cincinnati. Frequently, Keimer asked her to go to a doctor, but neither Simone nor her mother considered whether the vaccine might be behind the symptoms. We thought it was either out. Al- allergies or a sinus infection so on may 1st as scheduled simone received her second moderna vaccination this time she had fewer immediate side effects but when she flew back to ohio to surprise her mother for mother's day sunday may 9th Keimer noticed she seemed tired and simone told her mother she had repeated nosebleeds Keimer told her she needed to make an appointment with a doctor Back in Illinois on Wednesday, May 12th, she did. But the visit was virtual, and Simone forgot to mention that she'd noticed swelling the day before in her lymph nodes. The physician told her she probably had allergies. The next day, she had a low fever and went to the student health clinic. Tests for SARS, cov 2 flu, and other viruses were negative. A doctor noted Simone's heartbeat was irregular but discharged her telling her to go to the emergency room. If the problem worsened the following day, she developed a sore throat. She went back to the clinic. By now Kymer was worried enough to insist her daughter FaceTime the visit. Simon Simone was told she might have a viral infection given an antiviral prescription and again sent back to her dorm. By Friday night, she was suffering severe fatigue. Still, Her parents assumed she was simply run down and sick, especially since doctors had now seen her three times in three days. People do get sick, and you get some rest, and you sleep, and you get through it, Kymer said. But everything changed Sunday, May 16th. Simone texted her father she was too busy to get out of bed or even eat. Her mother packed a bag and began the drive from Ohio to Illinois her dad called campus police and asked them to check on her after initially refusing the police did they found simone unable to walk and called an ambulance to take her to a nearby north shore hospital keimer arrived there that night when she explained who she was there to see she was escorted into a waiting room that's when i knew things were not right she said A doctor appeared telling her that her daughter had gone into heart failure and she was being transported to the hospital and needed immediate surgery. They said her heart was not functioning and they needed to insert a balloon pump to get it working. Doctors almost immediately diagnosed Simone with myocarditis, heart inflammation, often caused by viral infection. They did at that point suspect that it was myocarditis. Keimer said, they were thinking it was a virus that had attacked her heart but simone's implant failed to restore her heart function the next day she was placed on ecmo a heart lung bypass nearly a month of increasingly desperate medical procedures followed on may 20th with a transplant looming simone was moved to northwestern memorial the university's primary teaching hospital she was sedated most of the time but doctors sometimes lighten the sedation enough for her to text her parents, am I going home with you, she asked. On Sunday, May 23rd, Simone's physicians told her parents that her heart did not seem to be recovering on its own and a transplant was her best option now. We didn't have much choice, Keimer said. She had the transplant that night. Ultimately, her new heart did begin to pump, but her lungs had been severely damaged and the immunosuppressive drugs necessary for her to avoid rejecting the transplant led to severe lung infections after a few hopeful, de- hopeful days her prognosis dimmed her parents never completely lost hope but on the morning of friday june 11th her doctors told them that they could no longer control her blood pressure and that they should come to say goodbye at 11.19 a.m., Simone Scott died. She was 19. Keimer and Simone's father repeatedly asked whether the hospital intended to report the case to VAERS, the federal system to report vaccine side effects. Doctors did not seem particularly interested in doing so for most of the time Simone was there, Keimer said. We kept asking if they did, and nobody could tell us if they did, Keimer said. It was just a runaround. Finally, the day before Simone died, a physician's assistant promised to report the case. With their daughter gone, Simone's parents are now hoping that her story, at least, will raise awareness of the potential for post-COVID vaccine myocarditis. I never knew there was a risk for something as serious, this kimer said. I would have wanted to. In the meantime, they are left to mourn the loss of their only child on may 12th four days before simone collapsed northwestern required all of its students with very limited exceptions to be vaccinated for the fall 2021 term that's the end of the thread it's pretty somber and with john stewart going on the colbert show last night and saying the quiet part out loud with watching The establishment watch its narrative, its foot soldiers narrative collapse as they realize this was a bioweapon from the Wuhan lab that set about these events and that our elites rushed with absolute certainty to perform a medical treatment on the youngest children, our hope, our future, our tomorrow, and even us, a medical experiment. With no caution, with no allowance for debate, voices were silenced, people were blacklisted, anybody with concerns was mocked. A full Madison Avenue press campaign was waged against people who had concerns for their own health. Our establishment played recklessly with the lives of many people, including Simone the only child of two parents their hope she seemed like a good kid and now she's dead because of the decisions made by the people who demand total and absolute control over us they are absolutely certain and they are always wrong and sadly that's the end of this podcast